where last we met, the uh, Connor family had uh, finally made it to the city of Farhold, which was a, a vast and very diverse city with all manner of strange people and creatures living in it. And you were directed to the, uh, the Grand Bazaar, where you found a, a letter writer named Widrin, who took you to the wizard that you were told to find who would be able to help you with your problems. And uh, to your great surprise, he was played by Mr. Gray, and his young apprentice was played by your cousin Trey. He, uh, he listened to your, to your situation, your story, and told you that he would uh, devote uh, that evening to some thought and research and try to find uh, an answer to the problem. And he sent you to a local inn to pass the night, uh, which you did right up until the point you decided, hey, let's go check out that big mysterious black tower in the middle of the city that nobody wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. And you went there, and quite surprisingly, you actually gained access to it. But, uh, but, uh, were not allowed to to uh, explore it to any length. You were you were immediately sent back down to the street, and I believe you just went back to the inn after that. Did we leave off there? Mm, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's where we were. Uh, did anyone have anything else that they wanted to do that evening, or did you want to turn in and? And go see Mr. Gray in the morning. And I'm sorry, the wizard in the morning, and see. Uh, it's not ominous. <laughs> see Mr. All wizard with, in the morning. It's all an alien simulation. I don't want right. to do anything uh, other than. Are we all in the same room? Um, you were actually given two, two rooms. rooms. Okay. Two rooms. Okay, sure. You guys are rock stars. You got all kinds of money, or you know, the wizard has all kinds of money, so. Is he going to die and turn into the White Wizard? Uh, possibly. Or he may come back as a Jedi ghost. I haven't decided yet. Yay! That, that was the other possibility to this game, by the way. <laughs> Fantastic. Star Wars? Uh, yeah, but... Um, I want a light sword. <laughs> yes, you... Um, uh, you passed sword. the night. It was originally called Laser Sword, yes. Uh, you, you eventually... Uh, wake up uh, pretty early because the city never really goes to sleep all the way. There's you know, constantly there are things going on during the night, but uh, once the sun Trinity starts to come up, it's it gets a lot noisier, and uh, there are carts and wagons and things moving through the streets now, and, and people uh, hawking their wares and uh, other things that you do with wares, I guess. Uh, but yes, you all you all awaken and have all of your Belongings and body parts intact. Love that. That we know of. That you know of. Um, My shoulder's only mildly intact. <coughs> actually, yeah, roll... Uh, um, oh, Olivia, roll your... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Stamina, stamina plus composure. Oh, no. We're just gonna kick this one right off, aren't we? 
so I've got I've got good dice in this thing. Two successes. We're chill. Okay. Uh, yeah, you were able to use it. It, it is hurting uh, a okay. little bit more, and as you you don't actually have a mirror, but you can examine it uh, a little bit, and it, there there are still some uh, some sort of little black uh, tendrils uh-huh. throughout your skin being down in it mm-hmm. that don't look at all appetizing. Love that. Color me it's- terrified. I'm sure it's nothing. Very unpleasant. Do you have leprosy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it can't be lupus. It's never lupus. Well, it's just going to be like, hmm. All right. I don't know. That's... All these worlds in the family, it might be lupus. Put it on. Oh, there was the. Um... Old stressed out writer dude did mention a what was it another a, a doctor z place magic <laughs> mage doctor place I could go to that's, if I so did that's how, that's how he put it yes <laughs> <laughs> but I will meet with a uh, Mister Wizard Gray first and then go from there. Uh, well, you can all uh, make your make your ablutions. There's there's no hot shower, but there's a you know some water is brought to you and uh, like a bar of lye soap that you can use to clean up a little bit. Uh, you are all a bit grimy, mm. but uh, but you can go downstairs. There is in fact uh, you are served breakfast as part of your as part of your uh, your stay. And so they bring you bring you plates heaping of sausages and eggs and excellent and thick buttered toast. Mm, my kind of place. Oh yeah, they they they'll feed you. And uh, after, uh, as you're nearly finished with your breakfast, uh, uh, young Newt, the apprentice, uh, uh, comes up to your table. Uh, the master sent me to um, to direct you back to his uh, his house since he thought you might get lost. Uh, thanks, Tre- um, <clears throat> Sorry, Newt. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, so pleasant pleasant night. All slept well. Good. Yeah, everything was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't learn anything interesting about the tower, unfortunately. But you know, today's a new day. What? What tower? The, the giant black tower that nobody wants to talk about. Why would anybody want to talk about it? It's haunted. Well, there's a there there is like a. Wait, hold on. Sorry, out of character. Did Charlie tell us about the spirit? Yeah. Okay, just yeah. making yeah. sure. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a spirit in there that's just waiting on the, um, Archmage to come back. He looks at you somewhat askance, as, alright, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Sorry, when you're ready, I shall escort you back to, I shall escort you back to His Excellency. Okay, lead Perfect. the way. After you. Alright, well, he leads you, uh, back through the, 
through the city, uh, the, uh, the steaming crowds of people and, uh, through some streets. And yeah, you might actually not have been able to find your way back, but, uh, it's not too far. And lead you back to the, the house of Andreas, the wizard. Brings you inside and, uh, and, uh, that brings you back to the parlor where you were last night. Um, the wizard will be with you shortly. Oh, nope. I'm sorry. Uh, may I may I fetch you anything? Tea or or I don't know something. Do you have any um pain medicine? Y'all probably don't have that here. I guess herbs. I guess is correct. Do you uh, could you pain? look at her arm? She seems to have a uh, a rash. I don't. It's not a rash. It's a wound. Whatever. Uh, rash. If you if you show him your your shoulder, he will he will look at it and and if, click his click his uh, teeth a little bit. And yeah, I thought that that don't look right at all. Is it supposed to look like that? Uh, no. No. That's, no. That's what that is. That that's no. Well, I mean, I, I know you come from somewhere else, and so maybe that's. How people look where you come from, but no, that that looks. I should think that would be very strange. Does it? He kind of pokes at it. Does it hurt? <clears throat> Fuck! Why? Oh, right. I, 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 I don't, I'm not actually a healer, and I'm not really. You know, I don't know much magic. Poking <laughs> a a you should, barely healed wound was a good idea. You should probably get the wizard to look at that. He's very Why wise. Top of the to-do list, then, when he gets here. Uh, actually, at that about that moment, he does. He comes down the stairs and through the, the beaded curtain uh, in his uh, in his dark red robes and his little skull cap. And, uh, he cuts he a very uh, very distinguished figure. He does actually, when I say he looks like Mister Gray, he does actually have a little sort of evil Spock beard thing going on. But it's <laughs> uh, it's quite dashing. Ah, oh, good morning. I trust you. I trust you all slept well and uh, are rested. Yeah, yeah. Um, new thinks you may be able to help with this. Just you know, before we really get into things, can you help with this? And I'm pointing to my shoulder. He looks at it and he does not poke it. Uh, hmm. When did this happen to you? Uh, um. I guess that was really only like. Two days ago? Really? The universe before this? So this happened in your world? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. it happened in the, the second world oh. we got stuck in. But not here? No. Right. Hmm. He holds, he holds his hand over it and mutters some words that you don't understand. And... This was caused by a weapon of some kind? Dagger. A man made of, like, black goo for blood. Do you happen to, happen to have kept the weapon? I believe you did. No, we did. But I didn't say I had it on me when you asked what weapons and equipment we had when we came through, so I will let you make that Well, call. no, it's, yeah, it's, you've still got it, it's, Okay. It's, it's important. I will produce the dagger. He looks at it. 
Um, place it here on the table, please. Okay, let's do so. You're a very lucky young lady. Very few people who are pierced by a weapon such as this survive long. Okay. That's good to know. Glad my alternate mother and grandmother were really good at their jobs. And you say they were they were spellcrafters in this other world? They were. Uh, they managed to heal it a little bit and stop it from spreading, which it had been doing. And there was a very powerful vampire as well who also didn't quite know what to make of it. Hmm. I, it troubles me that this happened in that world. I have seen a weapon such as this before and a wound such as this before. And? This is a dagger wielded by... Wielded by an order called the Final Whisper. They're That's an order of assassins. Mm. Indeed <laughs> it is. It is beyond my power to to cure. But I think I think if you uh, if you go to a temple of healing, they may be able to cast it from you. That's how that guy described it. Hmm. Alright. Add that to the to-do list, guys. <laughs> where, uh, where might we find a temple of healing? <laughs> I'll have Newt take you there. Um, let Quacks. me, um... Quacks. Join me, join me upstairs, if you would. And he, uh, he walks up the stairs. Uh, follow him. Sure. Uh, you, he leads you up to another, um, uh, there, you know, second second floor. There, the doors, and presume this is where, you know, people's living quarters are and such. But at the end of the little short hallway, there's a somewhat larger room that is um, filled with very esoteric and odd things, which you don't recognize. Uh, uh, you guess they all have to do with magic in some way. There are braziers, uh, there are thurbles, there are um, other things which you couldn't put a name to. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he leads you into there, and there's a in the middle of it is a table, and actually the table is inside. If you know, you'll notice, on the floor is a circle that is marked off. You think in some precious metal. Uh, but he goes into it, and on the table, there is a bowl with what looks like blood in it. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Does it smell like blood? Oh. Uh, well, let me roll your perception. Obviously scent-oriented. Uh. Oh, if it's scent oriented, I need to roll. I think just no. What thirty dice, something like that? I think roll it's just it. two additional dice to what I just rolled. Um, okay. Which this will not. 
Well, no failures, so, but no successes. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's pretty sure it's blood, but ah, uh, Charlie gets one. I got. Um, I gotta find my. Okay. There we go. Uh, perception plus my craziness. Uh, That's definitely thirty dice. Then, if he's rolling his craziness. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got one success. Um, it oh, is blood. So you think you think it is the blood of some animal. Mm. Uh, but Charlie, you also notice there is a spirit in here. There's a little a little glowing ball of light floating around near the ceiling. Uh, I'm a poke it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't quite okay. reach it. You can you can try to. It will flit away from you if you try. Don't so, touch me. Uh... What 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 are you? I am Hello? the spirit. I am the spirit of this house. Sure. Does uh does you, the wizard guy know you're here? You can see her. Yes. Yes. Very I see strange. Her shit all the time. <laughs> I see. No, she is my my personal house spirit. Oh, and uh, and what do those uh, do exactly? She protects the house. She assists me in my in my magical endeavors, among other things. Okay, All right, just uh, just checking. At any rate, I believe the solution to your problem is relatively simple. It's all about blood. Your blood calls to your home. And the home calls to your blood. So normally going through one of these portals, your blood leads you where you are supposed to go, unless something else happens. But in this case, you have been removed at least one step away from your home. And it seems that someone or something Maybe interfering with you. And so, I think what is required is more powerful blood. You get more powerful blood? Yes. What, what kind of... expand on that a little bit? <clears throat> it... We will need to gather the blood of a wizard, which is easy enough since I will provide it. The blood of a dragon oh. and the blood of a vampire. Oh. They are the most potent blood sources that we know of. I mean, y'all don't have like a blood bank where uh, vampires and dragons just happily donate? I'm sorry, did you say dragon? <laughs> yes. Surely you're not surprised by that, Charlie. I just... Uh, like, how big are these dragons? Uh, some of them are quite small. Some of them are... Well, we'll try for one of the small ones. <laughs> that but, uh, I, I, until recently, had a small quantity of dragon blood, but I was required to use it in another spell. And so, although it is possible to acquire it, uh, 
with money, it's a lot of money and more than I have. So, I propose to send you to two locations where I think you will be able to find what you need. I will remain here and prepare the spell. The ritual is fairly reasonably complex, and I want to make certain that you're right. Good to know. I will send Newt with you to act as a guide and he can assist you with moving your moving throughout this world with which you are unfamiliar. That would be much appreciated. Um so now, there are there are one or two things that concern me. First of all, as we know, someone is interfering with your plans and keeping you from being able to travel where you want to go. I don't know if anyone has followed you through the gate into this world, but we have to assume that it's possible. Oh, also, one of you has attracted the attention of the Final Whisper, and that is serious. I'm sorry, what? You, but is it? Do you think it's like the same order? If it's from like an alternate universe kind of thing, couldn't it just be like a spell that transcends universes? He he goes over to a cabinet and opens it and takes out a small lacquered box, which he opens and takes out the uh, the uh, handle of a dagger. It sets it down next to yours, and it is identical. Hmm. Right, that's a little suspicious, I'll admit. They make their home to the east of here, in a land called Gedrosia. But they are magical assassins, and very dangerous. Have they been known to, like, travel across worlds? Is this uh, a new thing? I, I am not aware of it, but I would not consider it impossible. They're very resourceful. Like, if we, if we killed that guy, then the Order shouldn't be still after us. Because really, the guy that did this wasn't after us. He was after somebody else, and we just kind of interfered. But he's dead, so we should be good, right? I would say so. He Olivia's he, ge he gestures. He gestures to your shoulder and shakes his head. Oh fuck! Okay, cool, 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 cool. Probably start by going to this healing temple first. Maybe they could knock it out, and we won't be being tracked by assassin society. So let 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 me get this straight. You all go to a different universe, and you find some way to find. An assassin that's interdimensional. Okay, okay, look, Oliver, I don't need the judgment. I was trying to save our alternate grandmother from being kidnapped, and the man threw a dagger with some wild precision. It's fine. It's Listen, fine. Oliver, don't 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 harass your sister. It was a weird few days, okay? <laughs> We we saw shit, man. <laughs> it's fine. You did very well to survive your encounter. I'm I'm very impressed. 
I sense that I sense that you all have some gifts that will probably be very useful to you. Olivia's sitting there thinking, I have the gift of optimism. And pants. <laughs> and pants. <laughs> which which leads me to my next point. Uh the the wizard uh kind of looks you all over the first thing I would like to do as I send you to the Temple of Melavina is to disguise you in some fashion. You are rather conspicuous here. I mean... Yeah, I'm really tired of ask, answering questions about mummer troops. Since I still don't know what the hell a mummer is. Mummery. It's a, um, a traveling troop of actors. But yes, um, Newt, you will take these people to the temple, but on the way you will take them to acquire new garb so that they will be less outstanding. Oh, yes, Master, I do that immediately. Right, oh. you lot, come on. Olivia, you might have to give up your pants. I'm not giving up my pants. Might have to give up pants. I'm not going to give up the pants. Might They're a statement just... piece. <laughs> well, we could always, you know, you know, have you disguised as a boy. I'd be. There we go. Oh, it's so Shakespearean. It's <laughs> a lovely Viola. They're sitting there bitching under her breath as they go to the store, like knock. So, in order to be, in order to avoid being confused as a troop of actors, we shall become a troop of actors. <laughs> irony runs deep. Mm. Irony can be pretty ironic at times. It's like, I will bring pants to the women of this world. We'll do it. I think you'll live. Never. He likes our dress. Now it's just a principle. Well, you should, you should go anyway. now to the temple. The sooner, the sooner this can be purged from you, the safer you will be. Well, let's uh, let's go see what these fancy dress clothes are. All right. Uh, well, Newt leads you out of the house and down the street a bit, um, and uh, actually walk for uh, a solid half an hour. Uh, it's apparently at some distance. In fact, you pass into a different. Uh, uh, like a different part of town. It's it's less uh, poor, and uh, you suddenly the streets streets get a little broader, a little cleaner. The people you see in them are a little nicer dressed. Um, there are there are still shops and merchants, but they're not all piled on top of each other. Uh, and you're also aware that you are moving more towards the the, the huge promontory at the north north side of town. There is actually a large cliff with buildings along the top of it, uh, which look palatial. But, uh, but yeah, it takes you to uh, a building that has a um, a sign hanging out of it with uh, a stylized needle and thread on it, and takes you inside. And there is a uh, there is a somewhat older 
older lady uh, uh, behind the counter there who looks at all of you somewhat. Well, she well she looks at you. No telling what she thinks. May I help you? Uh, we would like to, uh, uh, my lady. Uh, we would like to outfit these travelers in uh, in in uh, new togs. I see. This is a rather exclusive shop. It's uh, perhaps you would find something more to your liking at the bazaar. And the boy pulls a coin purse out and jingles it heavily and drops it on the counter. And her 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 lips kind of twitch and her eyebrow goes up and down a little bit. Very well. And what and what had you in mind? So, long story short, about twenty minutes later, you are all attired in local garb. You look like you are on your way to a ren fair. Uh, is uh, Olivia gen- wearing pants? The, uh, she she may she may wear pants if she likes, but she has different <laughs> pants and and without without like a zipper or anything like that in them. And uh, so yeah, you all have so you can just write down or just remember that you have uh, breeches, tunics, cloaks, uh, uh, belts with like a like a pouch uh, in it. And uh, yes, and hat if you like. I would so like a hat all... just in case I need to throw my hair up into it and pretend to be a boy. Uh, very wise, very wise. Can I have a uh, a sort of pointy hat with a feather sticking out of it? Mm. Very jaunty. Oh, I mean, we brought back one of the characters. <laughs> if it's green, you lose a beat. Uh, and then uh, Newt leads you out of the shop and back into the street and continue your way up the uh, sort of slightly uphill to the nicer neighborhoods and to the Temple District. And this is a wide boulevard with, well, the temples are, they're all very nice, mostly made of marble or granite or, you know, very fine materials. Uh, some of them are fairly small. Some of them are fucking huge. But um, he leads you to one uh, which has a, a statue of a of a lady uh, sort of leaning over a, an obviously wounded person. And, and you go in there. There are acolytes and, and whatnot uh, walking about in white robes and an older woman comes up ah how may I help you my children um hello I uh, have a bit of a injury I was told you could possibly help with certainly we will we will uh, do what we what we can to invoke the lady's grace to to uh, to make you whole, uh, please uh, come into come into this uh, this room, and I'll examine you. I will do as she says. 
All right. Uh, the rest of you may lounge about uh, out here in the common area if you like. I uh, will. I will do so. I would like well, to. Yeah, she take her. If they oh, will. Um, I'm sorry, but only the only the young lady, please. I feel like I'm about to get murdered up in here. Okay. Just, just scream if you need help. <laughs> Got it, guys. Well, it's only it's on the other side of a curtain, so it shouldn't be too shouldn't be too <laughs> trouble. Uh, but yeah, she she takes you in there and have has you. There's a table, a couple of chairs. She asks you to sit. And uh, now, what is the uh, what is the trouble? I will uh, <clears throat> kind of pull my shirt aside and show the um, the the very gross wound and be like, "Can you help with this?" Uh, apparently, a little bit. She, do she doesn't gasp, but you think that she very narrowly avoids it. Uh, ah, you she, love she looks at it and is, and is clearly clearly somewhat concerned. Uh, I see. Yes, this is very well, my dear. Um, please lie down on the table. Um, if you would remove your remove your uh, top, uh, your 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 blouse. Uh, and I will summon one of the healers, one of the senior healers. Okay. And she, as you take off your, however much you choose to take off, but they, she pulls a, a soft, a light, lightweight sheet over you, uh, to, to conceal you. And, uh, then she leaves. Uh, you guys see her leave the room looking somewhat worried. Well, that's not good. <laughs> Stress. Fine. Well, uh, and a few minutes later, she comes back with a followed by a, a very old woman, a crone, uh, bent over and walking with a stick. Uh, she is in a gray robe uh, with a sort of a wimple uh, and looks. Looks very serious, but the two the, these two women go back into the little chamber and and draw the curtain behind them. What if they just gonna cut mm. off her arm? God. <laughs> yes, I see. This is this is quite something. I've not seen this in some time. People keep telling me that. But praise Melavina, I think you have come to us. In time, my dear. We will do what we may. Uh, and she sets down her uh, uh, a, a bag that she's carrying, sets on the table next to you, and I'm just through. She sets uh, two candles on either side of you, and uh, and lights them, and lights some incense in a in a brazier in the corner of the room. Uh, the first woman stands sort of to the side, out of the way with her hands clasped and her head bowed, and she is chanting something. And the old crone uh, begins to walk around the table, also chanting. I feel uh, like and, and this is terrifying. Well, kind of. Ah! Because she, <laughs> after she does that three times, she then takes out a, a glass vial, which she holds in one hand, 
and then she holds her other this this withered you know claw over your shoulder and mutters intensely. Uh, roll your stamina plus composure. Okay. Six successes. Holy shit! That's some that's some Charlie luck right there. Well, oh, uh, to I'm beat, gonna fail every and, other uh, roll tonight. Uh, it it doesn't hurt you at all. Uh, it's uh, and in fact, your successes help her too because you're actively trying to expel this whatever it is from you. Um, yeah. There is a and in fact, although you have no particular magical attunement, you feel a sort a, a sort of uh, it's it's almost like a almost like the the lowest string of a of a double bass is plucked right next to you. There's this kind of and uh, and you feel your body kind of shake a moment. Uh, Jake, roll your perception. Add two dice. Yeah. One. Uh, that is enough. You, you're sitting there, kind of, you know, taking it all in, uh, hoping that your sister's all right, but kind of looking around, making sure. I guess nobody ambushes all of you. Uh, and you are suddenly aware that some very powerful magic has been performed very near you. There's almost like a flash uh, in the back of your vision. And inside the room, the old lady uh, sort of like, ha, and slams a stopper into the into the glass vial that she's holding. And Olivia, you you sort of she she says, uh, "All right, my dear, I think I think you can sit up now." Uh, you look, up, you look down at your shoulder; uh, it is perfectly. Clean and clear. There is no uh, there are no marks on it at all, uh, except for a very slight scar where obviously something you know poked your arm, uh, right. but it feels fine. There's no pain at all, and this old lady is holding this glass vial in her hand, and there are black streamers sort of writhing around inside it. Hmm. <laughs> We've got okay, it now. Uh, question number one out of character. Um, Olivia had two uh, points of lethal damage to health. Am I healed now? Absolutely. You are completely oh, healed. Oh, thank God. Okay, just making sure. Um, okay, point number two. I'm just going to look at my arm and be like, oh my God, that feels so much better. Then I'm going to look, see the vial and go, oh! Oh, that's moving. That, that, that was in my arm? That was in me? Uh, oh, yes. It's trying to make his way through your body and to your heart. Good. But we've got him now. Uh, what, what I won't ask you what sort of enemies you've made, but I would suggest you try to avoid them in the future. Solid advice. Oh, we'll, we'll... We'll keep him safe. He won't go anywhere or hurt anyone again. That's very wonderful to hear. 
Um, so, I don't, so the healer is Argus Filch. <laughs> I don't have insurance. Yes. Does, this, does this cost a lot? Because the the offering the offering bowl is outside. Ah. And she she yeah. she pats you on the pats you on the other shoulder and like. Go in peace and go in health. Blessings, Melavina, upon you. And she, the, both the ladies, turn and, and walk. They, they, they sweep the curtain aside and, and they walk out. Uh, you can all see this old crone hobbling out with this vial, uh, this this glass vial in her hand. In her hand. Olivia may now be a believer of this um, Melavina lady. <laughs> I just like walk out, rubbing my arm, going. Right, you, well, uh, you, you were healed by a cleric. Oh, um, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all know the like the the movie Venom that hadn't come out yet. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. This is set in 2010. <laughs> y'all know like in the comics, like uh, Spider-Man's like anti uh, anti-hero dude Venom. Yeah, that just came out of my shoulder. I just had like a symbiote thing come out of my shoulder. Did you name it? Okay, apparently your sister is delusional and, and raving, but uh, but she seems she seems healthy and also partially dressed. Well, yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. I'll pull a shirt back on. My tunic. <laughs> Olivia would not have given up her sports bra when all the clothing <laughs> changes had happened. That's what really. <laughs> but anyway well alright wonderful now I guess we just need um, dragon and vampire blood yeah that uh, that's uh, that's next on the agenda I'm, I'm meant to take you uh, the monster has given me instructions uh, but first he goes over to the uh, goes over to there is there is in fact a large uh, uh, brass bowl on a table in the middle of this courtyard kind of thing. Uh, and there are many, many coins in it. Uh, actually, uh, Milady, you should probably make the offering yourself, since you was the one that was healed. So he hands you a gold, a solar, they call it, a gold eagle coin. Them big bucks. Uh, I will take it over and put it in an offering to and be like, thank you. Goddess, put it in. All right, very good. All right, well, before my symbiote breaks free and comes back after me, we should probably skedaddle out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I concur. Uh, so, so I'm assuming we're going after the dragon blood first. You know, since it's day. Wait, can yes. vampires walk around in day? <laughs> Are you asking anyone, or just rhetorically me? I'm asking him. Oh, um, well, I'm I'm not technically speaking an expert on such things, but I think that um, I think no, unless they're very old and powerful. I think, um, yeah, that's what I think. Good to know. Anyway, should be easy. Should be. Okay, lovely. Love the should be. Uh, well, he leads you back to, it's now about mid-morning, 
and uh, he leads you all the way back out to the. Uh, he actually leads you to the eastern gate, the one you did not enter. Uh, and uh, there, there are uh, inside the gates. There are many stables, like people who come in with their with their horses. They don't usually drive them through town, so they uh, they'll park them in the, the valet horse parking. Uh, but he stops off at an ostler uh, and goes inside and, and is, is talking to the men in there and comes outside. Uh, a moment later, uh, a wagon and two horses are brought out, uh, brought out front. All right, load up. Hmm. You know... I always love a horse-drawn carriage. Makes me feel fancy. Sure. Yeah, it's it's not fancy. It's a it's an old buck wagon with you know like you know two yeah, rundown horses. Olivia's but to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tally right. Hope, uh, not. Charlie, Charlie, and uh, and Oliver. What uh, what are your primal urges? Each of you. One. One. And uh, do you have any current rage? Uh, that's an excellent question. Let me check. No. Yeah, 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 it's an excellent question. Okay. Uh... Come on, Charlie. I know you got some rage. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I don't believe I do. I think I the last time um, Charlie got rage was when he was being tortured in his house. No, oh, I've got oh, okay. since then. I've I've definitely got since then. Ever? But okay. I do not have any on me right now. Well, very good. Uh, then the horses uh, do not seem to mind you too much. Uh, but yeah, uh, Newt climbs up into the into the uh, driver's seat, and you can all pile into the uh, back of the wagon. There is a um, there is a small chest in the back of the wagon, and a couple of couple of uh, like burlap sacks. Which, if you look at them, you'll see that they have food and other kind of supplies in them. Okay, then. And he uh, and he uh, flicks the the reins, and the horses take off and and go through the gate and out into uh, the wide world. The on this side of the city, uh, it doesn't, like, it, it, there's no elevation change, really. It just stays flat for quite a while, and there's, there's uh, it's almost a farmland. Uh, lots and lots of fields with different crops growing in them. And people, you know, it's uh, rather crowded with people coming and going from the city. It travels for, you think, a couple of miles uh, and uh, at a crossroads where uh, uh, the road goes off to the left and the right, and he turns left going north. And this is headed up into some mountains. And continues uh, along there. I'll just I'll do a random sort of encounter thing, although I don't think anything's gonna gonna bother you here. Because there are still some guards. This is still under the under the sort of the protection of the city. Yeah, nobody bothers you. 
uh, and he travels for at, at, at any time. If anybody wants to do anything or ask anything or whatnot, please do. Otherwise, I'm just um, expediting. I would uh, just ask him. Uh, so, how does one kill a dragon? Um. Well, I don't know exactly. I, I think um, I think they've all got soft spots on them somewhere, so you just have to find the soft spot and poke something through it. Uh, but I'm hoping we won't have to kill it. Do you have something to extract the blood? And I assume you have a container. Oh, yeah. The master is, uh, is giving me everything I need. I'm very confident. But is he? <laughs> no, not really. Um, well, this road leading, uh, leading up into the hills is a little less traveled and less populated. But he goes for most of the rest of that day and comes to a, um, to a coach house, uh, a little inn, where he... Uh, uh, stables the horses and secures the wagon and says, um, all right, we, we're going we're gonna, to uh, pass the night here and in the morning we'll get up and the place we're going to is actually fairly close and so I think we'll probably just walk up, but we have to go up into the, up into the mountains. Okay. Do we know that we actually have to kill the dragon? I mean, are they intelligent? Can they be reasoned with? Oh, yeah. Dragons, a lot of them are very intelligent. There's different kinds. As they get older, they get, they get more clever. Do they, um, don't they like gold? Are we just, are we going to have to, like, pay him for his blood? Or is this going to be, like, a weird riddle challenge thing? It's, um... You don't have to worry about that. The master is taking care of everything. I mean, you know, he, him and me have, have, have talked it out very, very thoroughly, and we're, we're, we're on the same page. Don't you worry. He's, he's being very generous for um, people he doesn't know. Even, even being a mirror guardian or whatever he is, um, this seems, seems like a lot. Very sketch. Oh no, he's a, he's a he's a he's a wonderful man, very very uh, compassionate and caring. Mm hmm. No interior motives, whatever. <laughs> now I feel like I gotta do some kind of check to like get his vibe. Like, but then again, I feel like I, it would be a waste of a roll because I feel like Newt actually believes that. <laughs> Newt does believe that yeah. mostly. Uh, well, this inn is uh, is smaller and uh, less populated than the ones you have previously encountered. Uh, in fact, the uh, the makeup of it in the common room is about evenly distributed between humans and you think dwarves. There are maybe about uh, uh, maybe twenty people or so in here. Uh, but you have gotten one large room for your own use. Okay. Um. Side quest, anyone? 
<laughs> I know how you guys like to do that. We do love a side quest. Um, does anybody else get weird vibes from this guy? Or kid? From Newt? I mean, I get weird vibes from Trey all the time, so I just kind of assumed it was just a normal thing. <laughs> I will make an empathy roll. Ooh! Wits plus empathy. Uh, let's see. Two successes. Two? Yes, um, two successes. Ah, ah, ah. It is your, uh, it is your impression that the boy is very nervous to the point of being slightly frightened. Uh, and you're not sure about what, whether he's frightened of all of you because you're, you know, weird outlanders from some other world, or frightened mm -hmm. of his master, which he almost certainly is, or frightened of the situation in which he finds himself. But he is, he is very apprehensive. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to try and use uh, Persuasion. No, wait. Subterfuge. No, wait. Ooh. Yeah, we'll go with Subterfuge. I'm going to try right. and uh, uh, pull the old... Uh, yeah, how, how, how are you feeling there? Something you want to tell us? You look a little, you know... Are you okay? You got anything you want to share? Well, me? Oh, no, I'm fine. Perfectly good. Uh, nice to be out of the city. Get some fresh air. I only uh, got one success. Up here in the uh, up here in the mountains. One success. Uh, he's no, he's he's nervous. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm kind of picking up on Charlie's vibe of uh, what he's trying to do. <laughs> Can I do a um? Fuck! I don't have any subterfuge. So I'm trying to think if there's some other. Intimidate, intimidate. What? Intimidate. Oh Sounds God! Like back, does not backward masking. What the? Um. Can I try and use instead of like subterfuging him, do more of like a empathy? I don't know what his expression is. Um. Or like an do empathy it. kind of role because because I know Trey gets some kind of like. Even though this isn't our tray, I still would probably know his tells because he's undoubtedly so, lied about things before. So, tell me what it is you you want to do. What are you What are you going to try to do? I I guess I want to come across more as like a big sister type to be like, "Hey, man, you seem kind of stressed. Like, can I help you out? Would it help to talk it out, kind of thing? You know, try and like empathize, okay. I guess, with him to see roll, if it'll make him reveal anything. Roll your manipulation plus empathy. Oh, fuck. Okay. Do I get any bonus dice? Because I know Trey and his tells. This isn't Trey. What are you talking about? Okay. He's nothing like Trey. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. This is not going to go well. This is going to be two die. <laughs> I believe in you. Do I have a chance of noticing? Do I have a chance of noticing their doomed attempts to manipulate this boy? <laughs> yes, I think so. I'll give you that for free. Did it go through? Oh, one it's like the angel and yeah. angel and devil on, on his shoulders. <laughs> Guess which one Charlie is. All right, uh, so you're talking to him uh, to go ahead and uh, yeah, talk to him. Hey, new you are you okay? You seem you seem a little stressed. I don't you know sometimes I know you seem like you've got a big job on your shoulders, especially showing us around the whole city. It's got to be stressful, you know. You know, sometimes it helps just to really get things off your chest, you know, and it, 
you know, to share the kind of burden and it, uh, you know, can make things a lot better for you, stress wise. Uh, um, no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm fine. The, the, the master has trusted me with a very, uh, very important duty, and uh, and I'm, I'm sure that I'll do it well. I'm not, not worried at all. You seem, you seem str I just want to help you out. You seem like a good, good young lad. Oh, I should be a wizard one day, and then I'll, I'll be. I shall, I shall have purpose in my life. You don't. Oh, oh, you don't have purpose. You don't feel like you have purpose now. Well, my yeah, my purpose is to get is to get you some dragon blood and and some vampire blood and then get you home safe. Oh. Which is, if I'm if I'm honest, is a bit of a bit of a tall order. I, I've never really been given any kind of responsibility like this before, and I'm. Well. The master says it will be all right. I'm sure it will. You're doing great. You're doing great. Olivia's back to feeling terrible because she just keeps picturing this as her nephew. Am I? You're doing great, oh, bud. Oh, You're doing great. Five out of five stars. I'll leave you a good Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing you could start here. It's, see, but it's not, um, it's not like an online thing. You just kind of go outside and you just yell really loudly things, you know? You just yeah, there it is. Oh, I'll give you a good yodel review. Yeah. They yodel across the, across the canyons and valleys and whatnot. Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. You can catch us up on any one of our social media accounts in the description below. And you can listen to us live as we're on Twitch or if you follow us on Patreon and be added to the Discord group. So you can also listen to us record live and anything that's after the Twitch followers listen in. Uh, we're close to the end of this current story arc in Season 2. So you don't want to miss out on any of the next upcoming episodes. Uh, please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us. And as always, episodes will be released weekly on Friday night. Your players for this evening have been Alan as Jake, Anthony as Oliver, Brooke as Olivia, Stick as Charlie, and Luke as the storyteller. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you all again, and I hope you all join us next session. If it had been a boy, my plan, uh, I had convinced her to go with Harrison for a first name, and I got to choose the middle name, which would have oh been... Oh my god, these fucking cats just almost broke my PlayStation controller. It's fun. I know, right? Uh, the first name, if it had been a boy, first name would have been Harrison, middle name would have been Henry, and then, a few years from now, I would have gotten a dog named Indiana. Wow. <laughs> that was that was gonna be my long con if we had a boy. <laughs> Indiana was the dog's name. I loved that dog. <laughs>